Welcome back, friends. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to finish up uh, with uh, what we had started, which we started with the resurrection. Yeah. Evidence for the resurrection. And then we went on to the law. The law. And now we're at the sacrificial system. And we're going to go into how Jesus fulfilled that system. Actually, I would even go further to say not fulfill it, but replaced it mm. overall because he was the last right. sacrifice for the sin of the world, right? I would say that. I would, I would say that. Yeah. That's what I, man, I read Hebrews and it talks about, you know, um, the, sh- or the, 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 the shadow of things to come. And, you know, the old must pass away so that the new can, can come. Right. Um, yeah. We, we believe in the covering of the blood of Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the, the uh, because that's sort of what, what they would do is they would, in Leviticus, they would kill an animal and place it on the, on the mercy seat, right? Or the mercy seat is not even a right translation, but they place yeah. it on the top of the Ark of the Covenant, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which was in the Holy of Holies, and only the the high priest of the high priest could go in there, you know. Yeah. Um, and that would that would atone for the sin for a year. For yeah. So one year. It would it would you would it would so you hear the covering of the blood, right? The covering of the blood of Jesus, right? Yeah. So that that whole thing is 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 a derivative mm-hmm. from the Levitical the Levitical the Levitical priesthood and how they sacrificed and did things so um, yeah so, I, I like to use like an analogy for the whole uh, the sacrificial system mm-hmm. as like a green card versus a um, what do you call it when you have citizenship yeah. right mm-hmm. so like it's like getting your green card for heaven right because yeah. every year the the, the high priest would do renew that it. Yeah. He, would, he would have to renew your green card every year mm-hmm but according to Hebrews, the blood of bulls and goats doesn't remit sins. So it was like a continual placeholder yeah. for the Messiah who is eventually going to come. When you say remit, what does that mean? Remit, like take away. Take sin. away, right. But that's the thing is that when it comes to the sacrificial system is that it wasn't ever meant to be permanent. No. Because like it says in Hebrews, and we're going to get to it, but... So it, it was it was a continual green card. Every year you got to renew your green card. Mm-hmm. But you're not actually yet a citizen of heaven because your sins haven't been fully paid for. They haven't right. been remitted. Right. And so then because a perfect sacrifice hasn't hasn't come yet, right? Mm-hmm. And so then and we're when, this is what we're going to talk about, but when when Christ um when Christ came and offered himself as a sacrifice, he was not only an earthly priest, but a heavenly priest, and he, and Hebrews talks about that. He, he, yeah, he was, how he went into. Uh, it says it. I'm, I'm, if there, I, I got if there ever that. was a high priest, yeah, this dude would have been the dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's high priest, and then there's, yeah. you know, yeah. there's McKizzledick. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. And then there's Jesus. You know yeah, what I mean. Jesus right. is above that dude, and we don't even know nothing about McKizzledick except for the fact that yeah. Abraham, you know. Gave right. an offering to him. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. So already putting a Christ-like structure, mm-hmm. a Christ-like symbol in the very beginning of, yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah. So Jesus is that guy is low on the totem pole compared yeah. to who Jesus is. You know what I mean? Right. Because Jesus is God. But yeah, you were taught. You were second earlier. You were mentioning uh, why why it was blood, right, or mm-hmm. why it had to be blood. Yeah. And you said something about Ken Ham and. Oh I'm yeah, I was listening stuff. to to Ken Ham and, and this other guy talking, and one guy said it real eloquently, and I and I will break that down later on once we get to a certain point, it's sort of a, mm. the apex of what we're talking about, right? Cool. Uh, because it's 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 basically defines what Yom Kippur means, right? Oh wow. Uh, and and if, you, if you guys don't know, we don't know what we're going to talk. No, about we don't. We, we 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 discuss the topic, and then that's it. And then yeah. we we meet, and we. We're just going to go we just off. Allow the, the Holy hopefully Spirit. the Holy yeah. Spirit. Yeah, yeah, we allow the Holy Spirit to come. Yeah, and so, and so when they were, when this guy had eloquently broke down all of that and t- gave some just magnificent gold on what that whole 
thing meant, right? Yeah. The sacrifice and how it pointed to Jesus. Okay. Ken Ham was like, well, I think that takes away from, you know, like, he, like and he like, <laughs> Ken Ham impression. I, and I like Ken Ham, uh-huh. but it's just one of those things where I, you could see like before the guy could even, like uh-huh. once he started talking, like Ken had already taken a position. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, Ken, like, yeah, right. you ain't even heard what he said yet, bro. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you could see it on his face. You know what I mean? It looked like he was you talking hide it. to Bill Nye. You know what I mean? Like, and I was did you, like, did you watch that? Oh yeah. And so yeah. I was, I was, I was going, and then he's like, it's just the blood, you know, covers our sin. It always has. It's not about the death so much as it is the blood. And I'm mm. like, and like, you think God wanted to kill animals? You know, like he was telling that guy, he's like, no. Oh. Just like he wouldn't want to give his son up away, but he showed did it so he could prove how much he loved us and that blood yeah. was needed in order for sin to be uh, forgiven or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's that's too simple, man. Like, uh-huh. yeah, you're 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 like saying, okay, what the word of God says is what what it is. Yeah. Well, if it was that easy, Ken, then everybody would be saved, bro. Mm. Like. People want to know. They want to know the theory behind yeah. it. They want to know uh, why. They want to know like yeah. detail. Some people want a lot of detail. Sure. Some people, yeah, are like Ken. They just accept what they read yeah, and right. move on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's God. God speaking. I get it. I receive it. I'm yeah. done. You know that's great, but that's a very slim pick right there. You know. So why do you um? Why do you think God had to? Why couldn't God just say? Yeah, you're good. I've heard atheists say that before. You know, atheists say like, why did God have to kill his own son? Couldn't he just be like, hey, I'm God anyways, you know? Uh, just be like, yeah, you guys are good, you know? Well, there was there was, there was was two trees in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this, this story is, to me, is real. Yeah. And, you know, as we have discussed before, to many people it's not. Talking about Genesis. Yeah, but yeah. the fall is real, and you have two trees. Yeah. And one is the tree of knowledge. Okay. And one is the tree of life, right? Mm. The tree of life, go for it. Yeah. All yours. Have it for the forever, eternity. Uh-huh. And be happy and joyous and never have pain and never suffer. Yeah. But we had the deceiver come into the garden, right? He snuck into the garden, <laughs> as, as, yep. as we saw. Yep. And God had already said you could... You could take of any tree, mm-hmm. even the one that would, right? But if you were to take of this tree, that it would, you would surely die. You would surely die. You would, you would, it would, you would die. Right. And so the deceiver came in and he manipulated what God said. Yeah. And enticed the woman, right? And some people believe that had a relationship. Mm. Which is where we get some crazy things happening. Oh wow! That's Dr. Gene Kim though. He he can he can put some stuff out there that I'm just like, whoa! He dude. said that. Yeah, uh, I love that dude. I was but just man, watching him today. He's so strong, man. But then he says something like that. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, man! Like you have just went somewhere else. Is bro. he saying that because? Well, keep going. There's a verse in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your seed will bruise his head, but his seed will bruise your heel. Is that what he's referencing? So there's two seeds. Right, there's two seeds. And how does the devil get a seed? Right. Right? Okay, so that's what he's saying. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, keep going Yeah, it's perfect. Point. So so, so the, he comes in, he deceives Eve. Right. Eve talks to Adam, you know, and Adam's like, well, if she did it, I'm going to do it. Shoot, I love this woman. You know what right. I mean? It's it's like marriage, right? Do you think? Because I've heard Kent Hovind say that Adam did it willingly, knowing what was what happened, and that well, that gets back to uh, oh man, I can't remember the passage right now. But when it's one of the it's one of the women can't preach passages, and and Paul is saying, he says, I oh yeah, he says I I won't have I won't have a woman have authority over a man because the woman was deceived, but the man wasn't deceived. Basically, is that that's yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but it's not. It's contextually, it's not necessarily exactly what's being said there, right? Okay. Um, yeah, that's a weird thing because, I mean, if you make if you make Ruth a judge, you, you, judges are higher than many anybody mm. else. So, yeah. like, 
and that's Old Testament. You know what I mean? Like right. if you're making her a judge, but then you're saying she can't preach. Yeah, that's not that don't that doesn't jive right there. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. That'll yeah, be, be nothing we probably disagree yeah, on. But, it's gonna be good. But uh, so so then you got Eve who eats of the fruit, and then the yep. man the man who yeah, of course he did it willingly. We willingly sin. There's right. no doubt about it. Yeah. Whether we're tempted or deceived, uh-huh. we, it's a choice in ourselves right. that we make when we sin. Right. Anytime that I'm sinning, right? Like the Holy Spirit goes, hey, man. Hey, yeah. hey what's up, guy? Yeah, right. And I hear him, but sometimes I just ignore him altogether because I know that yeah. even though I heard him, you know what I mean? Because I know that it is a sin to whatever, cuss, whatever yeah. I'm doing, period. You know, I know what sin is because I know when it happens. But, but yeah, I believe that Adam chose, you know, just like Eve chose, Uh Eve was deceived. Adam should have been there, you know, with her. Right. And, but he wasn't. So therefore she was deceived. Yeah. Then she's like, Hey honey, come on over here. Check this out. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, and he eats the apple. He, or well, not an apple, but that's, that's symbolic. Yeah. Stupid, but whatever. Yeah. 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 But she takes a bite of the tree of knowledge. And of course, if you if you only know good, if you only know right, if you only know truth, why would you want to take on the lie? Right? Why would you want to take on the evil? So yeah. so they did that. And that's that's where the beginning of all that happens, right? Yeah. And God's not a liar. Right? Yeah. So therefore, in order for death. To be overcome, there has to be a payment wow. for that, right? Yeah. And that payment is this is death. Yeah. Right? The death of innocence, actually. Yeah. Because for innocence to be given away, mm-hmm. right? Then innocence has to be taken away, right? Right. In order for there to be for equal payment. Equal payment, right. Jeez Louise. So God cannot, I mean, he's not a liar. Right. So therefore, that's the reason why we have the shedding of blood. Right. I mean, I'd probably bosh it wow. in a way, but no, that's, 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 that's... I think that's pretty powerful. I mean, because, you know, one of my students asked me that the other day. Yeah. He's like, why couldn't... He's eight years old. And he said, why couldn't God just forgive? Or, or something, something to that effect. Why couldn't God just basically be like, yeah, man, you're good. Don't worry about it, you know? I'm God anyway, so you know, hey, I'm mm-hmm. the judge after all. So yeah, you're good. I'll let you. I'll let you guys. You know what I'm saying? And he asked me that, and I, and I, I had, some, I had some. I mean, it was I was in the middle of a drum lesson, so I couldn't really. Yeah, get into no, it. no. And he's eight years old, but I still I can't remember what I said. I think I, I think I said something affected like there has to be equal, equal payment. Right. Something right. like that. Oh man, you've been on. Huh? The whole time. Oh, it's just been on me. Yeah. Well, are you able to switch it back in post or? No, I mean, no. It's recording one at camera at a time. But I can cut all this that we just talked about just a second ago. And it'll just be okay. you. Oh. But we'll get to this part. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they heard. Welcome back, friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Wow. Well, that's just like. I think I think the way you explained it is actually really powerful about the innocence and their need to be innocence to basically restore restore what, right. the innocence back. Yeah, because because it's the the it's blemished, right? Yeah. The 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 sacrifice is now blemished, right? You the that was God's prize. You you were God's prize. Yeah. You know, we were. Wow. Which is amazing, right? Like and the and Satan could not bear that. Yeah. He's like, I'm made above every, everything except God. Yeah. And you want me to bow down to this bag of dirt? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to do it. And he was like, okay, fine. Boom. Lightning. Wow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It is crazy. I think that... The, the, and then it all ties back into what Christ says, too. He's like, there's no greater love. Uh-huh. Then for for, then for another for a brother to lay his life down for or for a friend for a friend to lay their life down for a friend right that's giving a giving of life for somebody wow. else to have life 
Yeah. And it's like, oh, that makes sense, right? When you yeah. go back to the beginning. Right. Because you have to give to get, right? Mm. And uh, <clears throat> and so that brings us to like once saved, always saved and all that stuff, right? Like, yeah. Because that's, that's a weird subject right there because right. you're like, okay, if once saved, always saved is, is Christ gives his life. Uh-huh innocence for for guilt right right as as the payment which is what we're talking about it's like then therefore you're always you're you're done that's it Mm. it's over and you know i don't agree with that but i want it to be true right i want it to be true man it would be awesome dude if i could just be like i'm cashing in bro and i'm done yeah and then i'm covered so then what part what part do you play in your salvation then? I don't have to play a part. It's all predetermined. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> okay, so it's like oh, you're not. So I like the way one dude put it. He's like so because he was talking about uh, Hawkins, uh, Dawkins, right? Okay, the, the atheist or whatever. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, Sam Harris. Okay, where he's like, you know, everything's pre- if everything is predetermined, right? Like yeah. this, that, and the other. And he goes, "Well, did you come up with that thought yourself?" Hmm. or was that predetermined too you know what i mean Uh like how did you if i were to if you if i were to listen to somebody who said that their thoughts were predetermined i wouldn't take advice from them jeez i never thought about like that you know what i mean like you didn't come up with your own thought okay so that so so a calvinist doesn't believe they don't believe in free will Mm -mm. so then you don't have your own opinions Right. Nor choice. Choice is gone. Jeez Louise. And so when you, then... When you take choice out, what are you then? So then, because this is the thing I was listening to, one of the guys who is like, a Calvinist, a lot yeah. of the guys I like to listen to are Calvinists, and he was saying, that something was brought up a point, essentially the fact of like, so then if someone is a murderer, yeah, how do you hold them accountable for that? And he basically said, well, no, you're still accountable for your sins, but you're not... A, you're not there's it's, no, there's no, it's like, he, he, I don't know how he explained it, but it didn't make, it didn't necessarily make sense to me. Cause I thought, I, I thought at the time I was like, that's actually an interesting point because if everything's predetermined, then the guy who is, let's say a Muslim apologist, right. And he's, right. And he's leading, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of people away from Christianity. Um, how can you hold that guy accountable? For what he's doing. I don't know, man. Because he doesn't have any free will. Yeah. I think that the way... This is my... this my I always try to bring things back to Scripture, right? So when it comes to Pharaoh, right? When when Moses was like, okay, it's time to let my people go, right? Yeah. And there's 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 multiple different times. Sometimes it says Pharaoh hardened his own heart. Other times it says God hardened his heart for him. Mm-hmm. And the way I look at it is that Romans one passage where it says that he gives them over to their to the rep to sin, so that they basically become reprobate, right? Yeah. So this is my this is my understanding of it with like Pharaoh and then also modern day people, right? <clears throat> so someone is going down the path of I don't know whatever sexual deviancy, right? Yeah. And they're you know they're continuing and you know the whole time God is calling them back to repentance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But they're continuing to go down the path, go down the path, and, and God is calling them back. For maybe let's say for twenty years He's calling them to repentance. Yeah. There comes a point where they they're just going into their depravity more and more and more, and He just gives them over to a depraved mind. And w- when it comes to Pharaoh, God was willing because God is not willing that any should perish, mm-hmm. but that all should come to repentance. Mm-hmm. So with Pharaoh, God is like. Is is Pharaoh could have done the right thing. Pharaoh was in, you know, he was in total pagan land. You know, he yeah. he somehow was a god or something like that. Oh, that's what Pharaoh means. He, he was basically. worshipped and yeah. all this different stuff. He could have done the right thing, right? But in his pride and his arrogance, he kept denying God, even in the midst of incredible miracles that are unexplainable. It's just like the platypus, you know. It's like you 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 bring the platypus, and there's like, no, I'm still not going to. Okay, so. So this is the thing is like, it's hard to take context in in, a, in an era that we are not aware of. Like, we mm-hmm. just, you know, Pharaoh, he is God in the land of, of Egypt. Where, of Egypt. And right? as far as he can see, his, he owns everything. He owns everything, right? Yeah. Uh, rich, 
like beyond yeah. imagination. Total power. Total power. Uh, so then this guy who you know right yeah they grew up together right yeah like best friend you know like brother basically who you know grew up with yeah treated the same everything he's coming to you and saying hey dude yeah all these people that you've been wrecking these are my people yeah you need to let them go he's gonna he would he's gonna laugh at that dude of course so the serpents and all that shows and then they eats the you know the two serpents and all that kind of thing and then the plagues and all that kind of thing yeah well you know Theo's heart is hardened all in each thing. He's hardened, you know, he's hardened his heart. And then God, it says, God, I, I, then God said he's going to harden Pharaoh's heart. Yeah. It's not so much that God took Pharaoh's heart and hardened it. Uh-huh. God said, this next action that I'm going to do yeah. is really going to harden his heart. It's going to continue to. It's going to truly harden his heart right. because I'm going to kill his son. Yeah. That's why he's saying God right. God hardened his heart. Yeah. It's the action that he took. Because you would be pissed yeah. if God took your child. Right. Right. And you knew that God took him. Jeez. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so, you know, and you get the Passover and all that kind of stuff, right? Which is sort of where we're we're at, sort of a little bit here in the in the yeah. in the sacrificial system. Right. Uh so that's that's the way I interpret that. But mm-hmm. I like the I like the 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 uh, correlation mm. I do I love it yeah because mm. I, I I see it I see what you're saying mm. you know what I mean but the thing is is I don't I don't think that it's so much I think that you can sin uh-huh. multiple times in fact I think you can sin lots because probably eternally sin yeah and and you'll get into heaven I believe that what I don't believe is if you were to like deny the Holy Spirit and <clears throat> Is, is it, it denial of the Holy Spirit denying your conscience? No, I don't think so. What do you I think, think it is? I think denying the Holy Spirit is going, you know what? I don't I don't believe in you. Yeah. So therefore you're not real. Mm. I think that you're sort of uh when you blaspheme, yeah. when you cut him out. Yeah. But I think that that's that's why it's unpardonable because you can't enter if you don't have the spirit of Christ in you. Mm. You know, that's sort of your key card. Oh, wow. That's why I believe, that's why I believe the way I believe. I, yeah. It's like, because <clears throat> I grew up Baptist, and a friend yeah. of mine, who I still have this debate with, his name is Casey Monroe. If you're listening, Casey, we love you. Um, he, uh, he's he got, you know, dead to rights, great arguments on all, on all sides about once saved, always saved. Yeah. You know? And I agree with most of it. Mm-hmm. Except for those that walk away from the faith, you can't have the great falling away right. if that you don't have believers. You know what I mean? And yeah. it says in the Bible that there will be a great falling away from the faith. Do you yeah, know? we just read it earlier before we started in Second <coughs> Thessalonians, uh, the first f- six verses. Yeah, you, you know the great falling away, and that's before Christ. Yeah, you know, before snatches he, us up if you believe yeah, that. You know what I mean? Right before the um, day of Christ. Right. So, like, there's there's that whole thing. And then on the top of that, there's so many verses of like having your lamps primed and, uh, yeah. you know, <clears throat> having your name, name blotted out from the book having of your, life. Having your name blotted out from the book of life. Uh, there's tons of verses, actually. Yeah. Uh, that that are, are saying, hey, you know, you have to. Yes. Faith is how you get there. True. Grace yeah. is how you became uh, saved. All of those things. Mm hmm. You know, Christ was the the sacrifice that of all sacrifices, right? Yeah. Covered all, not covered all sins, paid for all sins. Yeah, I people like to say covered all sins because it takes it back to the system, right? Which is what we were talking about. Okay. And so here, this is where where I'll I'll sort of drop this is so Yom Kippur, right? Kippur, which which mm. it comes from the root word kafar, right? Okay. Which almost sounds like cover. And the first time that it's used is in Genesis six, where where Noah it says to tells Noah to put the pitch, you know, lay uh-huh. li- line the the ark with pitch, yeah, uh, and put the pitch on it, you know, everywhere and all that kind of thing. Well, pitch is the word kafar. This is the root word to kapur, which okay. means to cover. Okay. And even in the mercy seat, the mercy seat. If let's see if I got this right, 
It's called um, copper vet, like copper vet, which is also part of the kafar, like that's off the root word, which means the the covering top or the cover of the ark. We translate it in, in, in English as the mercy seat, which in Hebrew, that doesn't make any sense at all. Okay. Okay, but to them, they know that what it means. It's the top of the ark uh-huh. yeah, yeah. where you put the blood, okay? Okay. So that's the covering, right? The kafar, the Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, right? Mm-hmm. Atonement means to cover, but in English, it means something like pay for something that you did wrong or something like that. Okay. But anyway... In Hebrew, that's the way it's done, right? Yom Kippur is the day of atonement, but the atonement means that Yom Kippur is the day of coverings. Okay. Okay. So atonement is just a covering Mm -hmm. that has to be, like you're saying, reestablished on a yearly basis. Yeah, right. Right? By shedding of the blood. Well, Christ upped, I mean, closed that system down, like boom, done. Yeah. Uh, One... The temple's no longer, that's, right? Yeah. So it just let the Jews know that, hey, it's yeah, right. still closed. And and so many times, you know, Jesus said in his ministry, when they asked him, you know, what authority do you have? And he said, you know, to the Pharisees, you know, not one stone will be left upon another. Yeah. You know, and they literally took every stone apart from that temple. Not one stone was left on another because the gold had, had melted from the fire and they literally took it stone from stone to get the gold out. But that, you know, there, there was, it was so that that could be fulfilled. You yeah. Know? Christ was letting them know, like, I am I'm the, the I am. I, I am he. I yeah. am him. You know, yeah. I'm the guy, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, even, even Moses would tell you so. Yeah. <laughs> if Moses was here, he would have told you. He's, when he says that to those dudes, yeah. they don't even understand what he's talking about. Yeah. He's like. Dude, even Moses, if Moses were here, he he t- would tell you that he knows me. Yeah, right. Right? And before Abraham, I am. <laughs> You're like, dude, he just he just told you that. I can't. Yeah. I just can't God. imagine being in that like being there watching the like if you're just you know one of the guys <laughs> in the temple and you're just there to whatever you know, you're a leather worker or something like that. You're there yeah. and you're just sacrificing your dove or whatever and you just happen to on this you know, this debate between the Pharisees, the authorities and that, you know, you maybe know these oh, guys. Oh my gosh. They're, they're untouchable. They were, you know, they you were the celebrities. You couldn't touch them. Yeah. And then you got this guy who you're like, okay, he's I know. like vagabond. I, I know who this guy is. I've seen, I've heard about him. Yeah. People he's follow him to be around. Amazing. But apparently, according to these guys, he's crazy, you know? Yeah. And, and watching this back and forth, just being like, you know, watching that them like, well, at least we're not sons of fornication, you know, and they're talking, calling him a bastard. And then he's like, well, your sons are your father, the devil, you know, <laughs> and you just get there just going back and forth that. And then that, you know, that's, that's the John eight, uh, passage. man, if you want to know who Jesus, if Jesus is God, just read John, dude. Yeah. Like he tells those dudes. I mean, I don't know how many times and how many ways and how many different ways. I know. He he's, says he, it in every he, way possible. Like, he's like, I'm God, I'm God, I'm God, I'm God. Does he say, I'm God? No. He says everything that God is, I am. Right. But he says it in a way that if you were a Hebrew, Jewish person, yeah. and you heard him speak it in your native tongue, you, understood it. you would be so angry, dude, because this is a man. Yeah. This ain't a God. This is a man in front of me saying he he's the god he's god right not only is he god but man it's it's the whole situation that happens like he's surrounded by all the people they're gonna throw him off a cliff and what does he do he walks through them right he just walks straight through them and they just part dude yeah he's like not today dude yeah it ain't my time he was in control the whole time the whole time you know i love this it's only in the gospel of john when they're going to arrest him right and um, Judas, he says, with the one I kiss on the forehead, he's the one arrested, yeah. you know, and he goes up to him and he says, you know, friend, you know, and then Jesus says, <laughs> what you what you're going to do, do quickly, do and quickly, kisses him on the forehead. Yeah. And then and then the guy, the, the centurions ask him or whatever they're called, the soldiers, they say, are you, you know, Jesus? 
and he just says, I am. And then they all fall back. Yeah. Uh, dude. Backwards. Isn't that crazy, dude? And like, uh, they, they, they don't, none of the movies, none of the Jesus movies, they don't get it. I don't know why they don't put it in there because I'm like, you got to you gotta show that part because he's in control even at his the moment of his arrest. Yeah. Oh, like he said, and when he gets to the, when he gets to the king, he's like, you know, yeah. you can't take my life oh, unless man. I give it to yeah. you, bro. You've like, not get, no, no authority. You don't have any authority other than it's been given you from heaven. And a freaking Pontius Pilate, dude. He's talking to G and he's talking to God. It's like how many people get to get a chance to have a conversation with God? Yeah. He gets to just because he happens to be the prefect in this in this area, you know. Yeah. And he's having this conversation with him, you know, and then he the the, the literal embodiment of truth and his response is to just go, nah, what is truth? Walk away. <laughs> it's like, dude, you Come on, bro. Have a little humility, man. But that's just that's just like you said, Pharaoh. Oh man, the the, the, the Pharisees. And people, this guy's come in this what in a in a in a you know fifty day old shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that goes down yeah. to his, his knees, and he's and, and, he's telling you what's up, right? And nah. I, I'm I'm Pontius Pilate. You know, I'm, I'm wearing I'm, gold. I'm, I'm in the Roman. Everything. I'm one of the Roman prefects. You know, yeah. I'm in charge of this whole land, and this guy's been arrested, and you're trying to tell me what it's tr- just yeah. it's just humanity. We're just when we get. When we get to positions of power, we can just become so powerful oh, man. and forget to listen. Yeah. You know? So the sacrifice, I mean, we've covered it, really. It's, yeah. It doesn't take much. Jesus died on the cross. His blood was shed for all of us uh, uh, so that we could spend eternity with him if we were to believe that he was the Christ and the Messiah. And then he came back alive. There's no atonement that's ever been laid down that's ever come back alive yeah no goat no nothing right mm-hmm. but this dude was god yeah who gave himself or his son we would say yeah as a living sacrifice and the reason why he chose that dynamic is because if you're a father a loving father at that because there are fathers out there that can you can say they were should have never been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most, if you're a father, the love for your, let me tell you this, for the that first child that's born, I don't care, boy, girl, whatever, the love that you feel and know, you know this love, is it's un, undefinable. Mm. It's so strong. The, like the bond between you and Maisie, like yeah. it's so strong that you don't understand it yourself. Yeah, that's how strong it is. But you know it, right? Right? You'll die for her, basically, right? Yeah. So, and that's the way it is for my kids. I got two, but you know, you have the second one. You don't have that much of an as much of an impact, but you still have the same love. So you know that love. But to have one, and that's your only son. Yeah. That's a picture of love that he's, I'm giving up my son because this is how much I love you. You, whoever's watching, right? Whoever's listening. God loves you like that. That's how he loves you. He loves you to the point where he's given up the most valuable thing or person. Actually, it's not even a thing so that you can be free so that you can be free. That's to me. I'm like, what, right? Because I wouldn't do yeah. it. I wouldn't do it. Right. I wouldn't give up my child for somebody else. Right. But God did to show you how much He loves you. Yeah, it's amazing to me that people don't, you know, can't receive that, and or that they'll mock it, or that they'll try and make, you know, they'll try and have any other way other than to accept. You know, they'll be like, oh, well, that that's just, you know they'll reject the payment right Mm -hmm. and it's amazing to me because you know it's like that song amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me people that don't understand that they're sinners that they're wretched inside they don't really understand the the part where like the the payment part because they're like well i'm not that bad you know oh my gosh man and this gets back to the law the, the last discussion we had about the law because what the law does and this is we mentioned ray comfort earlier what Ray Comfort does is he goes up to people and he asks them, you know, how many lies have you told in your life? They'll say, I've told thousands of lies. You know? Yeah. He says, so what are you? They said, well, I'm a liar, I guess. You know, he yeah. says, okay. He says, so how many, have you ever stolen anything in your life? And they say, 
well, when I was a kid, I stole blah, blah. He says, okay, so so what are you? He says, I'm a, th- I'm a thief. He goes, no, you're a lying thief. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, have you ever taken God's name in vain? Well, I don't even believe in God. Well, I understand, but you know, w- would you use your mother's name as a cuss word? No, I would never do that. He says, you would never do that because you honor your mother. Mm-hmm. But yet the God who created you, that yeah. created your mother, that gives you the ability to breathe, like you said, created the air mm-hmm. that you can breathe in, you use his name as a four, in place of a four-letter or fourth word. Mm-hmm. And then he says, Jesus said, if you, if you look at a woman with lust, or sorry, Jesus said, uh, if you look at a woman to lust after her, you've already committed adultery with her in your heart. Have he you says, ever lusted after Have you ever lusted after And they say, well, yeah, I mean, today, you know. Yeah. He says, so he, and he, he does this now. He didn't use to, but now he changed it a little bit. He goes, I'm not judging you, but you've just told me you're a lying thief, a blasphemer, and an adulterer at heart. And you've got to stand before God on judgment day. When you stand before him, you're going to be innocent and guilty. And most people will say, ah, guilty. Yeah. And he says, heaven or hell? And they're like, hell, I guess. Yeah. And, he, and, then, and then he gets into the, the gospel. But that's the power of the law. He does it in, in five minutes. And in a five-minute conversation, people can understand. Whereas before, well, if, if you were to tell them, you know, well, dude, you know Jesus died for your sins because you're such a sinner. Yeah. They, they would be like. They would take offense to it. Yeah, they'd be like, me? You know, dude, hey, I get it for those guys in prison. But me, I'm a pretty good guy. Yeah, you know? dude, I, I, I recycle, bro. That's the power of the law, right? The yeah. law can condemn you. Yes. The law can show you. No, you're actually really a bad person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the book of death. And the law shows you just how bad you are, and and then what 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 he what he does is he explains, you know. So so how do you? He basically kind of, he'll kind of ask him like, so how do you get to heaven, you know? And they're like, well, I just got to try and be a good person. And he's like, no, it's not going to work because you're standing before a judge. He says because he, God says you're you're what you do is you're what you do to be righteous is like, like filthy rags right. to him, right? Because but, he's perfect. That's he, right. He's perfect. Right. That's right. And that's the standard to get into heaven. That's yep. And e- even 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 in earthly standards, if you're standing before a judge and you know you you've committed like, whatever you've done, let's say you've killed a one person, but your whole life you've done you know like, but I recycled, I help ladies across the street, mm-hmm. I, I give to charity. The, the, the judge is gonna be like, I support LGBTQ. I'm not, I'm not judging you on all the good stuff. I'm judging you on the bad stuff. You you you, you did this one bad thing, and so now you're going to prison for the net, for the rest of your life. And it's the same way with God. And it says it in James that if you've transgressed in one part of the law, you transgress the whole law. That's right. A sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. And 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 and, and again, when you say it like that, people are like, "Oh man, that's just too harsh." But then you get back to the law. You say, "Okay, but look how many how many lies have you told in your life? Millions of lies." I mean, yeah. And and so then 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 he gets he gets a person to to have a little humility if they're still listening, right? And then, oh man, I've seen him break so many people, man. Yeah. It's incredible, man. And then he gets to the point where he says, "You need to, you know, you, you what you need is it's like, like imagine if you're on a plane, right?" He and takes their false sense of like, false sense of like, uh, grandiose away. Yeah, exactly. Like he he lowers really that wall. Man. Hum- yeah, it's really in a, in a very humble yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, he he just does it so well, and I think it's because he's so genuine, right? Yeah. But I I love this analogy when it comes to salvation because it helps me even understand it better. And he says, you know, you know, life is like a plane, right? Eventually, we've all got to jump. You know, we're all going to die. Yeah. And he says, death is for sure. The difference between believing in Jesus and putting on the Lord Jesus or putting your trust into Him is like saying, yeah, I believe in parachutes. There's a parachute right there. Yeah, there it is. But then you jump and you flap your arms and you're you're dead. So the difference is you you put the parachute on. Now I've actually put my trust in the parachute. Yeah. And now when I jump, now the parachute is going to save me, right? That's and, good. And so that that he, I, I like that analogy because it helps me even like it's like he, it's a grounding everything, right? Yeah. Because sometimes we can use all this kind of ethereal language and you know religious language, which is oh, man. which can be good, but and sometimes to a layman, it's like I just want I just want not you to only, understand. Not only that, I, they don't want to hear it. Yeah, and when, when you start getting all you know whatever. Pump. It's it just to, to a lot of people. It's just like okay, you're you're, yeah. you're basically talking. You might as yeah. well be speaking another language. Religiosity is what. Yeah, it is. yeah. And so and so he he gets to that point where you know he's he's explained why they need Jesus. He's explained the law, and he, it's like in a 10, 15 minute conversation. And then he's explained what salvation is, and he says you you know first you need to repent, which is turning right from your sin. Mm-hmm. Then you need to put your trust in, in in what Jesus did on the cross. And you know he says you know don't be a hypocrite, all this different stuff. Um, but it's 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 just amazing to me that there are still people. I was just reading the book of Revelation, and it's just amazing to me that people could see God. They can see His miracles. They can see His wrath, and they can see the the reality that He is real, 
and still they repented not. There's multiple times in, in Revelation where, mm-hmm. you know, the, the plagues have been going on and people are being, you know, tormented. I mean, and, and it says multiple times they repented not of their idol, of their idolatry, of their fornication, of their, you know, and, and it's it's amazing to me because it's like you've been given mm-hmm. a lifeline. You know, you, you, you've you got cancer and the doctor's like, I've got this cure and it'll take not just your cancer, but everything. Yeah, Any yeah. disease you haven't taken, it's like, a, you got to cure It'll make all. you whole again. <laughs> and, uh, and people still will say, not for me. You'll be running around like an 18-year-old. Yeah. Nope. Don't want it. Why? Because I, I, I mean, uh, I you say it. it's real. And I, I've seen the results. Yeah. I just, I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just amazing good. to me. But I, I think really what it comes down to is, um, you know, someone like David is a great example because he's a total sinner, right? Yeah. Murderer, adulterer. The two worst sins you could probably do. Not only did he cheat on the guy's wife, then he had him killed, you know? Well, and, and God loved him. And the, and the difference, I think, with David is, he like, came, versus back. him versus um, Saul, you know? or Judas. Or he, 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 he recognized how much of a sinner he was, right? But he was willing to have humility. Mm-hmm. And actually, and like in Psalm 51, he says, you know, uh, I've sinned against you and you alone. Yeah. You know, and he just goes into, into just this this posture of like true humility, you know? And, uh, I think that for me, right. When you meet Jesus, when you meet the Holy spirit, when you meet God, my response, when God, you know, cause the Holy spirit speaks to me throughout the day and he'll just give me a little thing. Nudge. A lot of times my Very response polite. is just to get on my knees and just thank him. Like, mm-hmm. God, thank you for saving me, Lord. You know, man, he needs to do that to me. <laughs> it's, it's like this response where I'm just like, Whoa, he just reminds me, you know, of, of, of grace. And he reminds me of the cross. I think that's great. And it's especially a lot of times in my marriage because so many times in my marriage, I will just be like, dude, I am right. It's like, like I remember one time I finally was right. I was literally 100% right in this one situation. My wife was 100% wrong. I was so furious. I'm, I'm, I'm outside. I'm literally, it's like 930 at night or whatever. I'm taking the dogs out. <laughs> And I'm having this conversation with God. This guy's going to get in trouble. And I, I, I'm like in my mind, right? I'm just like, I, I'm like, God, this is so unfair. She did this to me, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And I didn't do anything wrong, blah. You know, I'm, I'm all up. Because oh. I'm telling him like, I'm, cause, and I know I'm right too, right? It's not like it wasn't. No, me. you're and right. And she would admit, this is what the Holy Spirit said to me in that moment, right? After he let me get out all this stuff and I'm, I'm saying curse words and all this different stuff, right? And then the Holy Spirit, he just he just says to me, Marshall, what do you think I did on the cross? And and he and I just I mean in that moment it was like you know when you get revelations it's like a picture a snapshot but it's it's like a full essay and you get it all in like a minute. And he was like, I, I I could see Jesus on the cross, people looking at the people that he created right from an eternal perspective. He's created that Pharisee. He created that woman who was, you know, whatever, uh, you know, she, she had three kids and the people that were spitting on him, reviling him, mocking him. Oh, he could save so many people. Why couldn't he save himself? And he's hanging up on the cross. He's humiliated. He's naked. He's been beaten. And, he, and he's, he's, doing, he's doing it. He doesn't for, even look like a human. Yeah. And he's doing it for all those people. He's doing it for the centurion. The guys who are gambling for his clothes, he's doing it for them. He's, and, and he reminded me of that moment. Father, and then, Father, forgive them. It's just amazing, dude. For they know not what they do. He is dying on a cross. Yeah, and they're making fun of him. And they're mocking him. He's, I mean, on a cross, like the worst painful death you could have. No, no sympathy either. That's the part that blows me away. Like you would think the people in that situation would be like, "All right, man, I get it," you know, because they did it, right? They they were the ones who who got him up there. And so 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 he said he says to me. After I get this little vision, right, and then then he reminds me of that of that verse that says, "Husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church." Mm, you die, and, I, and I was like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, you, you die know, I, I, I but I I had to. You had to I, die. I, I I thanked God. I was like, God, thank you for for thank you for first of all for you being humble enough. Yeah, because you know, God, this is the thing. This is the great love. This is the passion of Christ. Is that. He could he could have done whatever he wanted, you know. He could have just started over. I mean, he they could smash us all. He, but in his love and his mercy, he he said, "All right, they can't do it, but I'll go down there and I'll, I'll do, do it, it for him. I'll do it for him, and I'll pay the price." And 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 to to me, it's like, how can you ever 
try and take away these progressive Christians. He loved his enemies. They try and take away from what Jesus did. They say, oh, he didn't really need to die for our sins. Ah, you know, and they try, and I'm like, dude, why, what are you thinking? Mm. He is. Yeah, because the the sacrifice of Jesus had to happen. It had to happen in order for sin to be defeated, you know. Uh, The only way that sin could be defeated is if you had the creator himself die. Yeah. Right? For our sins. So, you know, Jesus goes, he goes to pray before he's about to be crucified, taken in and, you know, questioned and beaten and then yeah. crucified. So he went, that was at night, right? Yeah. He was crucified the next day, right? right. So basically he hasn't slept either, right? Oh, so he hadn't slept. Yeah. Uh, the last thing he did good was to eat mm. with his yeah. with his followers. From that point, he goes, it's nighttime. He goes from one person to another person to another person. Then they beat him, right? Yeah. Then they take him out to crucify him, which must have been a, a, a full-on day thing because the way that it says is that it's the sun started to... Mm-hmm. No, that's not true because it's the middle of the day when he was crucified. Well, but they, they did go dark. But that was that's that was that was him. a miraculous thing. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, but yeah, 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 for three hours, right? Yeah, yeah. And when the blood hit the earth, right, the veil of the the veil of the throne yeah. room was torn. ripped. That, that thing's eight inches wide. Is it eight inches wide or eight inches thick? Eight inches thick. Right. right? I don't know. Is it eight? I think it's eight inches thick. Even if it's three. Yeah. Fabric still. Thick. It just tore right now. Ripped right in half. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the blue? Yeah, out of the blue. Yeah. 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 And some people believe that, and I don't, I'm not saying this is real, but if you, if you've seen Ron Wyatt or whatever. I know exactly, I know exactly what you're going to say. He says that that blood trickled all the way down. Yeah. Onto the ark and cracked right. the ark. Yeah, right. The mercy seat would have been right about underneath where yeah, it was. Which makes sense. When you think about how the sacrifice system works, yep. right? The top of the ark, the covering, the blood yeah. hits it, boom. Yeah. But this time, cracks it. Right. Why? Because it let out the essence of who God is yeah. for all the world to see yeah. and for all the world to approach. Right. You no longer need a mediator. You yeah. no longer need a high priest because you, the high priest gave his life for you so that you could walk into the throne room directly, talk to God, and he could answer your questions and give you what you need. And yeah. that is salvation. We all need salvation. We all need it. But the thing is, is our pride is so big and so strong and we're so intellectual. Yeah. Our three-pound brain or whatever, six-pound brain can has figured it all out, right? Yeah. That we ourselves can just do whatever and make it to wherever we need to go. Let me tell you something. Whenever the the black figures come to take you when you die, you'll know then that Dude, you made the wrong choice. I just tremble at that thought, man. You know, it's like if 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 you could if Christopher Hitchens could have a message to anybody who's listening that's an atheist, he would say, "Don't come here." Oh. In 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 Luke sixteen, if, you know, if you guys want to know a perspective from someone who who came back who was dead, right? Read Luke sixteen because the rich the rich man and Lazarus Lazarus goes to the Abraham's bosom, the rich man goes to Hades, and he is in hell, and he says to Abraham, "Just send send somebody back. Tell my brothers not to come here." And 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 then Moses basically or Abraham basically says I I I can't I'm paraphrasing here but he says no I'm not going to do it and then he says yeah but e- even if one comes back from the dead surely they'll believe then right <laughs> and then he said and then Abraham says um, they have Moses and the prophets if they don't believe them they'll never believe this is the crazy part right because so, some people believe that was a parable maybe I'm wrong here I don't think it was a parable I think it was literal but hey I could be wrong okay I'm one of the few but. Here's the interesting thing, right? He said he's he's referring to himself, right? If, if someone came back from the dead, surely they would believe. What happened? A, f- a few days later, Jesus literally died, and he literally came back from the dead. Still, and they believe. still didn't believe. So you know, like the um, the Pharisees were like, 
uh, you know, the, the, they were like, we got to find the body. We got to figure out how to prove that's that why he we didn't started out with the, the resurrection guys because yeah. we wanted to lead to this point to say, hey, people are people are gonna they can have the truth right in front of them and not accept it, right? Yeah. But if you have the evidence, right? The evidence, and the evidence is not only strong, but it's historically true. You might want to at least consider it, like consider it, because yeah. the other choice is is not it's not a fatal fatal choice. It's not a final choice. It's an eternal choice. You don't just get to go to hell, and then you know what do y'all y'all have you know little Uzi little Uzi concerts or whatever little Uzi vert. You know what I mean? No, that's not what's yeah. going to happen. What's going to happen is you're going to go to hell. You're going to burn in an unquenchable fire. There will be no water to drink. There will be no food to eat. And you will starve, you will thirst, and you will burn for eternity. And I'm not trying to scare the hell out of anybody. That's what it says in the Word of God. That's all. Yeah. I ain't going there, so I ain't worried about it. <laughs> you know? I do worry about my salvation because I think it's something that we need to like keep our accounts yeah. up. Work out with salvation. Work out with fear and trembling. Yeah. Somebody yeah. actually commented. On, I commented on this thing a long time ago. It was somebody who was kind of like a Rob, Brandon Robertson type teacher. Mm-hmm. And all, all I said basically was like, you know, this is a false gospel. You know, I just kind of said, you know, a little something small. I said, and then I said, I work out my salvation with fear and trembling. The guy actually just commented today. He said, it's a shame you work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Because God is working out your salvation with understanding and love. And then he sent a heart. And uh, <laughs> I, just, I, I just said, you need to turn to the real Jesus, man. Because yeah. um, the fear of the Lord leads to yeah. humility for sure. Yeah. you know, And that's not humility. I mean, if you're just accepting everything as love and kindness and all that kind of stuff, you're, you're on a little bit of a whack deal. You, you've here. lost the meaning of love if you think that's true. Because I, true love is sac- sacrifice. And, and you can make the same argument, you know, saying like, well, you know, I just, my wife and I, you know, we fell out of love, you know, and and, and then you can leave your family, abandon your family and you can say, well, oh. but, but it's love, right? And this is another thing about like what we were talking about before too, just, just to like drive the point home uh-huh. about once saved, always saved. Yeah. Uh, love is a choice. Yeah. It's not a feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. It, you go to counseling. Right. They'll tell you straight up. And that's why, you know, I don't believe in the whole homosexual things because because you can't choose who you love. No, actually, you choose who you love. That's the whole thing about it. Yeah. That's what love is. It's a choice. Right. Love is a choice. God gave us choice. Yeah. Love is a choice. We get to choose to love him or not. Right. Right? He's he doesn't he chooses to love us. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to your partner, first thing they tell you in counseling. Is love is a choice. It's powerful. Just like just like salvation. That's a powerful. Just to get back to that, because that, that's so powerful. Just to, just to, for relationship perspective, right? Because what happens is people have been taught that the love is an emotion, right, or a feeling. Yeah. And then they have this feeling. They've been married for whatever five, six years, and they're like, "Huh, how about that that feeling, right, of being in love is not there anymore? Oh, man. I guess we're not in love anymore." And then they, because they've seen so many movies, they think the right thing to do is to leave their leave their family and and leave their their spouse. And, 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 and you'll see people say, well, you know, like, like what's her name? Jada Pinkett Smith, you know, well, you know, I had to find my journey, you know, and I had to find my truth, you know, yeah, your truth. And so what you're saying is, is that you denied the truth for your truth. Yeah. Because the truth is that when you marry somebody, you're going to, you commit to them. Well, the lesson that I learned is the fact that I can cheat on you and you would just stick around, you know, <laughs> you're awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. And you know what? And I will still treat you like a punk. Yeah. No matter what. And you know what? You'll just you saw take that one? it. You'll just take No, I haven't seen anything. Oh. Just, oh, I've seen the interview. With with her and Oh, my Smith. gosh. It's disgusting. Oh, dude. it's gross, dude. And you're just like, what? You're like, what? It's she gross. Just, she just clowned? Yeah. You got it. I got an entanglement. It's crazy, too. Entanglement. Because like, Will Smith is like one of the most powerful dudes He's a millionaire, you know. Yeah, got res- respected, but but not by his wife. No, 
Crazy, bro. And you can see it in that dude now. Now that dude he's just like walks broken, around with that. Man. He's broken, bro. Just... He's, he's, he slept freaking... Yeah, uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, dude. He's the smallest dude in Hollywood besides freaking Bruno Mars. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like... Will Smith's huge, man. I know. He played, like Chris Rock said, he played Ali. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like. Chris, I love Chris Rock's bit. He's like, <laughs> he goes, I was some, I was effing some other dude. Or I was effing some other dude's D. How'd that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, we've all been cheated on, but none of us have ever been interviewed by the person who cheated us on and asked us how we feel about it. That was bananas watching that. It dude. was bananas watching it. Um, Anyways, we anyway, got a little bit, got a little bit yeah, got a little bit off, but just just to bring it back home, okay? Yeah. Jesus fulfilled all of it. I mean, the blood that he shed was a blood, an eternal blood, right? Yeah, it cleansed all of us if we choose to believe. Yeah, that's the, that's the caveat. We have to choose to believe, repent, right? Repent means to change your mind, turn around, look. And go, you know what? He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. And then follow him. Yeah. And w- was that going to make you a saint? No. Is it going to make you not sin ever again? No. Is it going to make you a better person? I mean, that's debatable even. Right. What it will make you is conscious of your wretchedness, right? Because yeah. the Holy Spirit will be there to let you know, hey, that's probably not a good idea. You know, yeah, and then you can make decisions and choices based on a supernatural thing that's been given to you, which is grace of the grace of salvation. Yeah, and your life <clears throat> will be an impact on those around you, so that they too can see Jesus. That's really the whole message. It's not all about like, mm. oh, I'm I'm going to get saved and my life's going to get better. That doesn't happen for everybody. It just right. doesn't. Not for Stephen, not for Paul, you not know, for Peter, not for Jesus, not for John, not for any of the apostles. Right, and probably not for a lot of us in these, these days to come. Because right. because right now, Christianity is taking a big hit yeah. from the narratives. You know, the narratives are coming against Christians because Christians are the ones that stand against all the debauchery and all the lies and all yeah. of the things. We stand in the gap for, <clears throat> like Christ stood in the gap for us. For those that aren't saved. We're not even standing the gap for each other. Yeah. We're standing the gap for the people who don't like us. Who are against us. And that's what Jesus did. And that's what Jesus did. And so people might hate us or whatever. But we have to love them. Yeah. Because if we love them, it's like pouring, it's like heaping hot coals onto their head. You know what I mean? It It's basically going to be on their mind. When you forgive somebody who's hurt you, what happens is they don't understand it. Bro. They go, what? I did this to you, though. And you're like, you know what? I love you. I forgive you. They don't understand it. Yeah. They go and they they ruminate and all those things happen. And you know what? God shows up. He goes, I'm wow. here. I'm here to take that burden off of you. That's crazy, bro. Well, that reminds me of some this guy, this evangelist, and he said, when you, when you preach to somebody and they reject, he says, you didn't miss. Because he said, you know, he, he said well, there was a street preacher and he he told somebody, you know, about Jesus. And the guy basically yelled at him and walked away, you know. Mm-hmm. And he so in his mind, he's like, oh, well, missed opportunity. You know, yeah. I, I didn't really lead him to Christ, you know. But 20 years later, that same guy, like you just said, I never realized that heaping burning coals on their head. Mm-hmm. That that's more so about their mindset. Continuing their, yeah, it just it's continues. Like, it's the, that, that, just burns. And like, why did that guy forgive me, dude? Yeah. Like, what? That doesn't make sense, you know. Was, like, so th- this actually happened to me a couple of times when I was out on the street and um, some guy, cause I, I just had tracks in my hand and he goes, what is that? And he grabs them and throws them on the ground. And he said, he cursed at me. He had like three little kids with them too. He was a dad. Oh wow. And um, what an example. It, it was, it was so strange because in that, <laughs> in that moment it was like, immediately I was like, I love you, bro. And I did, oh, the I, Holy Spirit. I, and I, it wasn't like me, like being like, Oh, I'm so spiritual. You know, because yeah. in me, the Holy I was like, showed up. Hey bro, what the, you know? Yeah. But he, he literally grabbed them out, threw them in there and just, and just said some curses at me. And I said, I love you, bro. And I meant it, like yeah. And I hope that that guy oh, was like, "What?" It landed, bro. Uh, yeah, but but this, that's what he's going to shoot that dart in that moment. Yeah, dude. that's what he said. He said, you know, and then twenty years later, that guy ended up getting saved, and you know that street preacher who he thought, man, I missed opportunity. Yeah, 
He said, and he said to him, "You didn't miss." So many people. I I don't know the I don't know Billy Graham or who it was. One of those guys. Uh-huh. It, one of their stories is just like that, where somebody did something very minor, like mm. a Sunday school teacher, uh-huh. and to this one kid, and it turned. He was the, one of the greatest evangelists ever. I don't know the story, but it's out there. And I don't know which yeah. one it is, but it it's, it's a true story that one witness to one person right. can change the world. Yeah. So you you think that you're not having an impact. Yeah. I went home years ago to talk with with uh some some friends of mine. And like several of them go, I just want to let you know that if it wasn't for you, you know, talking about Jesus all the time. And we I mean, this is when I was partying and doing all that stuff with them. Yeah. It's like I would have never been saved. Really? And I was like like it just like blew my mind. Wow. Because it wasn't that at the time it wasn't an impact. Yeah. But over time the testimony of you believing yeah. and being into Jesus, even regardless of your sin, it helped change yeah. that that person. You know, several people actually. Wow. And that's what I'm saying. We all when you carry Jesus, you may sometimes you I mean, not sometimes, I think in a Christian's heart, it's all the time. You're like Am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? Oh, Am yeah. I doing enough? All the time. And it's not about what you do. It's about carrying the Spirit of Christ yeah. around with you, right? Because that's the impact that is being left behind. Hmm. You know, He's the one that draws them near. Not right. you. He's the one that gives the salvation. Not yeah. you. We are to be sowers. You yeah, know? right. That's it. So one waters, you know, one sows, but the Lord brings the increase. Yeah, it's that's all His. So true, it's man. all His, man. So that's cool. We just wanted to let y'all know that Jesus did it. He fulfilled all of it, man. Like yeah. the the resurrection, you got the law. The law is fulfilled through Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is the sacrifice. He's fulfilled that. You know, there's no longer needing for atonement. You know, atonement was just a covering for a year. You got to pay, 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 pay. Uh, no, you actually become a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Once you once Christ once you accept Christ. So if you're interested in accepting Christ and you're listening, you can always email us at thechoicepodcast at outlook.com and either me or, or Marshall will let y'all uh, lead you in the in the prayer of salvation or or if you have any questions, just email us. Uh, and and that's about it. I think we covered yep. everything. Yep. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks. Peace.